You're buying Nicholas Comics now, dot. 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 Welcome back to the Nicholas Comics Q&A. I have had some major PC trouble this week. Uh, the trolls, I did uh, my PC with the virus. Also, I'm locked out of my Google account, and uh, until about five seconds ago, I didn't even think I would be able to upload this episode, but rest assured, it will be uploaded by today, because by some miracle, I was able to access my Anchor.fm account, still locked out of my Google account, such a nuisance. I hope they get that straightened out soon. Due to archaic religious principles, I suppose uh, they don't count Sunday as a business day, so this problem probably won't be solved until Monday. What a pisser. That said... It is approximately 3.04 p.m., and uh, I was almost late to this Q&A because I was watching the stupid episode of Night Gallery with Agnes Moorhead and Ruth Buzzy where they play witches who like sandwiches. So stupid. Anywho, uh, what happened this week? Not much. I haven't been on Reddit. I don't plan on going back to Reddit until this trouble with my Google account straightened out. I really hope that uh, some troll hasn't hasn't uh, uh, gotten in there, because that would be really bad. That would be... I don't know. I don't think they're that smart. It just so happens that uh, for some reason, Trump was replaced with dump. Better was replaced with much, much worse. Right was replaced with wrong. I think they infected my PC with some sort of virus, so I wouldn't know which, but here is a hint. Uh, the term constitution was replaced with the term uh, historic ju document we use to justify our cruel actions or something. Thinking it might be XKCD substitutions, but I, I didn't know you could infect computers with that, but maybe they have some kind of mod going on. That said... Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this Q&A. Nobody on here yet. Hopefully, I'll be able to conduct a trivia question. And I believe there are several fellows on here who don't enjoy uh, when I ping everyone, so instead they, they turn that off. I believe Discord has a setting whereby you can, uh, can turn off the ping of everyone. So I'm just going to ping everyone here who's uh, showing up as online, because that way... I'll notice that it's Q&A time. It's time to hop on the voice chat and uh, engage in a scintillating discussion. Candid, we got Dole. We got, I don't know, well, gosh, 40 fellas up in this Zazz and not one and, uh, on the Q&A. That's pretty disappointing because, I mean, we'll do a trivia question at the end of this if there are enough fellas. Can I die Max? Yep. Uh, Newt, there, there we go. Yep. Oh boy. Damn. Nigerian, blah, blah, blah. Nigerian, blah, blah, blah. There we go. Yep. Uh, there we go. 
Joe Biden is the new president of the United States, so that's pretty sweet. I gotta say, it's good to see that the American people have chose wisely. Can't believe I wasted six hours of my life going over that election. You know, it's just because in 2016 the election was so quick. Um, this one was this one was long though. And there we go. And up on the voice chat. Up on the voice chat. It's Q and A time. Q and A time. And of course, I will unban everyone. Haven't done that yet. I believe we have two fellows banned. I'm gonna unban both of them. In keeping with my policy of free speech. Every week I unban whoever's broken the rules the previous week. That said, uh, what do we got? The trolley problem. One of those useless mind benders. Um, I, I was planning on discussing this. This is, it's, uh, you know, one of those things where you got, you got on one track, you got three people. On the other track, you got one person, or it varies from, from case to case. I can't stand this thing because it's so stupid. Because the answer is so obvious. You choose the track that, that kills the least people. If there's one guy on one track and three on another, you kill the one guy instead of the three guys. Uh, the, real, the real trouble with the trolley problem, however, is that it could never happen in the real world. Nowadays, trains are equipped with things like, you know, brakes and whistles, and uh, these fellows wouldn't wouldn't not notice a train hurtling at them. I'm sorry, but but they 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 would notice. They would out of the way. Um, this is one of those pseudo intellectual things I hear tossed around all the time, and I just gotta wonder who thinks this is some kind of freaking ethical challenge. It's not. It's it's it it. it you just kill the least people. That's that's all you can do, unless you can shout to them and say, "Hey, get out of the way! A freaking train's coming." But on the other hand, the trolley problem has worked great as anti-train propaganda, because it makes trains seem way scarier than they really are. This works great for all the airlines. Uh, a while back, it was it was a long while back. I uh. I asked the question here in the Nicholas Comics server of, would you rather be on a hijacked plane or a hijacked train? And the answer is obvious, a hijacked train, because it's not 20,000 feet up in the air. So the terrorist really doesn't have any stakes, because you can just equip the, 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 uh, the engine with a button that, when pressed, will dispatch law enforcement. Um, whereas with an airplane, you're cut off from the rest of civilization. My microphone is being a little, a little troublesome. Uh, when you're on a plane, you're cut off from civilization. So that's why, that's why, uh, that's why planes get hijacked so much because, uh, you know, the terrorist can say, "Well, I'm going to blow up this plane," and there's nothing anyone can do. There aren't any police around. But uh, with a train, you can just press a button, and you're on the ground. So it'll actually be really safe and. Uh, the terrorist won't really have any bar power. 
so obviously a, a train is better to work is better to ride in and work in it's safer than a than a plane because consider this you know J japan and europe have those bullet trains when's america gonna get some of that you know it's stupid we're backwards uh and not necessarily bullet trains those go a little too fast for my taste the ideal train would would go about 60 miles per hour but with no stoplights and no traffic that's the way to travel maybe 70 miles per hour you know a little a little faster than the highways in order to encourage consumers to hop on the train uh, but I, I i believe the the trouble is that many people have this outdated vision of a train as this cool coal-eating dinosaur, when in fact that's not how trains are. You can build trains with solar panels, you can build trains with anything. And as for planes, you know, I'm not going to say those contrails have, a, you know, mind control agents or anything in them, but whatever's in them, it, it can't be good for the atmosphere, it can't be beneficial, and the atmosphere certainly doesn't need all that crap. Um... I think I think as far as transportation goes, the clear answer is in trains. But uh, the world increasingly heads towards planes. Like no one would ever make a, a trolley a version of the trolley problem about about a plane. Um, that's because planes are fetishized. You know, a, a, a train, of course, is one hundred percent safe. But uh, you know, people love people love risking their lives on on a plane. Um, people love the the feeling of danger that they could die. You know, it's it's a it's a complex of some sort, and uh, that's why they ride planes. And you can't go an inch with these plane fans. Uh, you you can point out that uh, that there's no way a train can can fall because it's on a track, and then they'll just be like, "Well, it can tip over." It's like, yeah. Good luck trip, tipping a freaking Amtrak train over. You need a herd of elephants to do that. Like, who are you kidding? Uh, yeah. I have noticed that there's a lot of anti-train propaganda out there, and that's not good, because trains are actually very efficient. If they, if they work correctly, they can provide a great alternative to highways. They can encourage smart travel, because a train can hold so many more people than a, than a, than a car. And every time I hear a New Yorker whine about the subway system, dear God, you know, here in Denver, we have to use buses. We don't have a subway. Uh, up in Chicago, they have the frickin' L, the frickin' elevated train, you know, some jets and shit. We just have buses, uh, and they don't even work half the time. So if you hear a New Yorker being like, oh, I got, I got to use public transportation is provided for me. I don't want to because it's too stinky. Uh, you know, like, come off it, New York. You got a subway system. That's epic, you know. This is giant freaking system of underground tunnels. And Denver doesn't have anything like that, let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of anti-train propaganda. And this is mainly because the airlines are very rich, you know. They make a, they make a ton off all that natural gas. Uh, but tr trains are the are the clear solution because they're safer. Um, they can go f they can go perfectly perfectly fast, or you can slow them down if you want a scenic trip. Um, more trains. That's the that's the solution. In Ayn Rand's crappy novel Atlas Shrugged, which is set in a, in a futuristic socialist 
United States, they use trains to get around. That's pretty cool. It, it means that trains are the socialist means of transportation. So if you're a socialist, you should like trains. Up in the Soviet Union, they didn't have any airports or any of that crap. They used trains because trains work. Uh, trains are where it's at. Gosh, my microphone's being troublesome. I don't know if this will show up on audio or not, but it's cutting in and out rapidly. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, th this is also reflected here in Denver, of course, where Union Station, one of the one of the few buildings that actually give Denver character, is used as a tourist attraction, and no trains actually pass through it. Uh, whereas DIA, this giant waste of money, uh, is propped up as some kind of some kind of a, a, achievement. It's it's not. It's a waste of money. All the money that's going to DIA should be going towards Union Station. You you, you get on a train. You don't got go through any scanners thing. Maybe you do have to go through scanners. I haven't been on a train. I don't even think Union Station uh, carries trains. I guess it takes Amtrak. So awful to see the train industry die. It was one of the biggest American industries and uh, this this ugly stereotype of it being some kind of fossil fossil burning dinosaur is really, really uh, put people off of it. But yeah. Um... Trains are where it's at. Amtrak. Nine Canadian cities, contiguous United States. Who the heck? Who the heck wouldn't want to take a ride on some railroads? You got a map of Amtrak's rail network. Only one track going through Denver. And it just leads to Salt Lake City and Omaha. So sad. Such a such a once great system gone down. Down in quality. No direct route to Albuquerque or anything. What a waste. Let me tell you. Underfunded, underappreciated railroads. They deserve more more appreciation. We still have no fellas up in this pizzazz, so I don't think I'm going to be asking a trivia question this week. Quite a shame, although admittedly I couldn't print off a comic now anywho because I'm locked out of my stupid Google account and I have yet to download all my comic files. So gosh darn, I couldn't offer a prize even if I wanted to. That said, we have at least uh, one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight fellows who are supposedly online, but uh, they're not hopping on the Q&A. Yeah, this is pretty boring, you know. I do this as a public service, uh, so if all ask me questions, let me tell you, uh, Alan Moore doesn't after this, Alec Robbins doesn't after this. Uh you know, I mean, what other cartoonist has a weekly q and I I don't know if they do. I set aside two hours of my time, and more than two hours, because I got it downloaded and then re-uploaded and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. You know? You ought to hop on the Q&A, because it's going to be an exciting deal. Uh, let's see. Delete this. There we go. Uh, nobody on Comic Chat, nobody anywhere else, gosh. 
It's a ghost town up in this is as. I got an exciting animation on the way. Uh, one of the sequences involves Bob being a drunkard, and uh, it looks slick. Frame-by-frame -frame animation looks very slick. We had some detractors of frame-by-frame -frame who said that CGI was better because it was easier. Uh, no, no, it's not better. It, it's for morons. It's for lazy, lazy weirdos. Frame-by-frame's where it's at. Always looks better. Uh, it's easy to do, provided you have steady hands. I guess maybe some of these CGI weaklings don't have good hand-eye coordination, so they got to turn to computer programs. Now rhythm just left. Felt a little more populated with rhythm in here. Gosh, I'm the only one recording this. I tell you, some fellas have no regard. But uh, that said, on to the next topic, wolves being made legal in Colorado. As uh, this is something that really gets my fire up. This really gets my dander. Uh, I wish some fellas were on here so we could have a fiery, spicy discussion, but I guess not. Uh, that's too bad. Joe Biden is the president of the United States, and John Hickenlooper is once again the Colorado senator. Uh, but wolves have been made legal in Colorado. That's right. They're importing gray huskies down here direct from the Arctic. Kill and maim hikers, rabbits, antelope, deer, coyotes, uh, hawks, any kind of wildlife you can imagine. Beavers, ferrets, mice, you name it. These wolves are going to get at it. They're going to eat it. Um, so stupid. I, I'm thinking about doing a cartoon with the entire Colorado State Legislature, and they're all dog-liker. And uh, they've all got dog-liker's face, you know. They're pushing for this, this stupid bill uh, to get passed. I, uh, one of them is dog-liker and drag, you know. Different genders, different, different everything, and uh, and they're all wearing different clothes. You know, they're all dog-liker, and they're all screaming, "We want wolves! We want wolves!" Uh, anyone who thinks wolves are a good idea to introduce to an environment without wolves is a dumbass. Um, the the only argument I've really heard is that they were here in, uh, you know pre-1940s, so they should be here now, which which just isn't true. Um, just because something was here doesn't mean it should be here or that it's safe. Grizzly bears used to be here. Uh, the last grizzly bear, I think, was uh, Old Mose, and he was, uh, yeah, Cannon City. He was the king of the grizzlies, and uh, when was he killed? When was Old Mose killed? Yeah, 1904. So, he, he was just killed because back in back in those days, it was it was accepted as general fact that wolves and bears and stuff uh, were not were not good to have around people because they'd eat the people and they'd eat the livestock, they'd eat the cattle, they'd eat the chickens, they'd eat the pigs, uh, they'd eat everything. They would break into the shit and they would eat it. So, uh, don't have wolves, you know, like. It, it, why are they reintroducing wolves to grizzly bears? There's a question. I think it's because they just like wolves more. Because they think, oh, it's a little woofer. It's a little pup. Uh, 
What a joke, I tell you. Um, old Mose. Yeah. That is really stupid. 1904, the last grizzly bear was killed. Guess why grizzly bears and wolves were killed? Because we didn't want them. Because they were a nuisance. And we didn't want them because they were eating everything. And they were eating everyone. And, uh, you know, just don't have grizzly bears. Like up in Alaska, up in the Yukon. I'm fine with that. But Colorado is not used to having wolves and grizzly bears. Haven't had them for 100 years. Don't need them. Uh, the, the Colorado ecosystem has got, gotten along just fine without wolves. In fact, it's probably better because, you know, deer can have children without the fear of a vicious wolf attacking and eating all their young, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's really stupid. I thought it was a joke amendment, but it's actually passed. So I won't be hiking anymore because there are wolves around and I don't want to hike like that. Um. Yeah, I thought it was a joke. The The idea was first passed around in an article from the Idiot Magazine 5280 written by transplants from New York and California who don't understand the Colorado ecosystem. And uh, an article mentioned how beavers were making too many of those gosh darn dams. Don't you just hate it when beavers act like how they're supposed to act, like they make dams, you know? Uh, the argument presented within this article was that was that if the beaver makes a dam, uh, say on the Colorado River, then it, it, it would stop the river up and the, the water that normally flows to Las Vegas would not go to Las Vegas anymore. And Las Vegas shut down. They'd have to close operations because they wouldn't have any water. And what I say is, good, N no one needs Las Vegas. No one will miss it. I won't miss it. It's just a lot of prostitutes and gambling and alcoholism. Uh, it, it's it's a blight on the Ameri It's it's a blight on the American continent. I I personally wouldn't give a shit if Las Vegas dried up and blew away, became a ghost town. Uh, and personally, if Nevada can't provide its own water and it has to mooch it off of Colorado, off the Colorado River, you know, f that. Uh, get your own water. Um, yeah, they don't have beavers over in Nevada, but they do have beavers here. So the idiots at 5280 write a scathing article, an anti-beaver article about how all the beavers uh, should be shot because they're, you know, they're they're building dams, which is something beavers do. And this article seems to imply that if beavers build dams, that, that those will actually work like like real dams, that they're not just a, you know, a bunch of wood, that they'll actually like stop rivers, which uh, I, I've never seen happen. You know, just trying to build a home. You know, they're just trying to build, they're just trying to settle down. Um, so yeah, you don't need to, you don't need to shoot them over that. And the water will have to go somewhere. It'll just go around the dam. Um, I mean, heck, even human dams aren't built to stop a river entirely. Uh, they're just built to, you know, install a hydroelectric, hydroelectricity or something. Uh, but anywho... Uh, yeah, I guess I guess they hate beavers. So the solution to these beavers is not to just leave them alone and let them do their own thing. 
it is to bring back wolves from the Arctic, and the argument goes that they are natural to Colorado. You know, like, there's plenty of things that are natural to Colorado. I bet Colorado used to have a ton of poison ivy, but uh, we got rid of it because it wasn't good for human settlement. Um, this article is called Damned If They Do. I'm going to link it here. It is, it is genuinely hilarious, uh, just the amount of hatred shoved at these beavers, like, god damn. And the cartoon is of this old curmudgeon looking at this beaver, and it's like, just don't kill him. You don't need to kill him. Leave him alone. Leave him the fuck alone. Uh, they just eat trees, like, screw off, you, you, you hipsters. Um... Are the beavers living in Colorado's high country ingenious critters or inveterate nuisances or both? Uh, I should read more 5280 on the podcast because uh, it, it, it's hilarious. They have no idea what they're talking about. Their journalism is shoddy. They never use their journalism to make a point or stand up for what's right. They always just report on how things are, how it is. And uh, they're one of the worst publications in, in the country, to be honest. Westward? That that's where I go for my news. I, I never go to fifty two eighty for my news. It's written entirely by people from New York and California. And uh it's it's a serious nuisance. So we pick up the story with this asshole Pete Dines, who lives in Granby. He's an old curmudgeon. Um and he has these two idiot dogs, Henry and Bay, you know, these two vicious canines whose job is to scare all the wildlife. And uh of course, he has, a, he has a pickup truck. And uh, a visiting friend recently watched th the guy and asked, what does he actually do out there? Beaver check, I said. Every night, a beaver starts building a dam where the Colorado River flows past the pond's headgate. And every morning, Pete goes out to clear it. It's in, listen, epic. My friend watched Pete's truck disappear around a bend. What happens if he doesn't? Scenarios unspooled in my mind. If the beaver dammed the river, water would begin to pool. The two nearby houses might flood, and so might our home, which is a few hundred yards downstream. In time, the 1,450-mile Colorado, the West Seminole River, might find an entirely new course, bypassing the Grand Canyon and ending millennia of erosion. Lake Mead could run dry, the Las Vegas Strip could go dark, Los Angeles could devolve into a stark desert wasteland. I mentioned a few of these possibilities. Note that not all were necessarily bad. Like, yeah, none of them are bad. I wouldn't give a shit if Los Angeles devolved. I don't live in Los Angeles, so I don't care what happens there. Like, and who cares if the Grand Canyon is eroded anymore? It's eroded enough, you know? What are you going to do? Dig it down another mile? Um, my friend sipped his coffee and nodded. Sounds like Pete's a pretty important guy. No, Pete is just a, a fucking curmudgeon. He's just a, a animal murderer. And uh, he needs to get a life. That's what I would say. Pete needs to get a life. He needs to quit imagining all this shit. And his friend needs to quit imagining all this shit. Because uh, it's not going to happen. Guess what? Beavers know what they're doing. Uh, if they didn't know what they were doing, then... Uh, everything would already be flooded by now, which obviously it's not. The Colorado River is fine. And uh, beavers have done shit on it for years and years, and it doesn't matter. Deal with it. But yeah, uh, like, 
you can't you can't say that not all these possibilities are necessarily bad like none of them are bad what's the consequence of a beaver building a dam it's what the beaver does um beavers are great i like them cuz they they don't they don't bite they don't they don't snarl you know they're a little snappy and they're and they're not straight herbivores i don't think but uh you know they're not as bad as wolves they're like you know they're pleasant animals and i've never even seen a beaver i i've never even seen a single beaver so if if uh this fellow's shooting them uh that's that's not good cuz i want to see one before i die before they go extinct before the wolves eat them all up um Other than humankind, the beaver is one of the few animals capable of intentionally transforming its surroundings in profound and often disruptive ways. The only real difference is that humans, with their bigger brains and an excess of hubris, are capable of executing plans on a much grander scale. That's how we get things like the Colorado Big Thompson Project and Super Bowl halftime shows. So then it talks about how dams work. Oh, the living quarters are called lodges. Yeah, I had no idea. You're, you're a genius. Um, but yeah, this, this fellow actually supports this old curmudgeon. He, and uh, he goes out and shoots beavers every night. And he's like, that sounds great. Um, yeah, so it says, at one point, hundreds of millions of beavers roam North America, changing the flow of countless streams and rivers. Westbound settlers hunted and trap them to near extinction pelts um uh yeah like you're an idiot like yeah be beavers are great it says uh beaver dams improve water quality they're they remove up to 45 percent of nitrogen from streams and in creeks uh, they create wetland areas for other species groundwater storage you know like beavers beavers are good uh, i want some beavers um Despite their obvious talents, beavers are considered nuisance wildlife by the state, and the laws regarding nuisance wildlife are clear. If critters are causing damage to crops, property, or livestock, humans can hunt, trap, or otherwise take those critters without a license. The Catch-22 for beavers? Uh, small game and fur bearers captured in live traps cannot be moved from the capture site and must be killed or released on site. Like, holy shit, you know, nuisance wildlife. You don't think wolves are nuisance wildlife. You think you think wolves are healthy. Uh, surprise, dumbass. Wolves are going to buy, wolves, wolves are going to break into farms way more than freaking beavers. Like, you think a beaver goes out and, like, terrorizes the farm? No, they don't. They, they mind their own business up by the dams, and that's good. Whereas... A wolf, that's what it does. It breaks into coops. It breaks into pens. It's going to be eating those cows. It's going to be eating those chickens. Because I think you're going to see here in a while, you can't kill a wolf. You can't. Because they're, they're, they're beloved. Oh, man, it's a wolf. Uh, no. You know, a, a farmer has the right to kill a wolf if it's on his property. It's eating his cattle. Uh, or it's trying to eat him or his children, you know. What are you going to do? Um, it's so stupid. I was a newcomer to Colorado the first time I touched a beaver. 
a newcomer. Of course, he he doesn't live here. He's he's not even he's a newcomer to Colorado. He's he probably moved here when he was thirty, having his midlife crisis. He's like, I gotta smoke up. I got I gotta get me some of that marijuana. Pete had invited me to take a look at the dead one in the barn. It was lying feet up, eyes closed, in the bed of Pete's small four-wheel drive ranch utility vehicle. The beaver almost filled the bed, nearly the size of Bay, Pete's Mitronly chocolate lab. So, of course, the dog is described in this adorable, cuddly sense, and the beaver is, is described in this crazy, weird, uh, foreign sense. Um, but... It's just disgusting. This is just a disgusting article written by a disgusting person uh, with no grip on reality. I was wow, Pete. Pete invited me over to look at a corpse. Um, fun, you know. I I wouldn't do that. This guy is very likely a, a, a sociopath. If you see him, uh, keep in mind it's probably going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre up in that his ass. So you better. Better stay away from Granby. This guy sounds like a freaking serial killer or something. Some kind of, some kind of animal murderer. Um, but he'd never kill his dogs, of course, because dogs are perfect and great and wonderful, as are wolves, you know. Um, the animal looked familiar. I was fishing one evening from the edge of the pond near our house when it popped its head out of the water. We stared at each other as it swam back and forth about ten yards off the bank where I was standing. I felt like we bonded. Problem was, Pete had seen it too. Not right then, but on previous occasions. He'd also seen the big fella's handiwork in the shredded aspen and other stumps that were becoming difficult to ignore along the pond's edge. In time, the whole area might be defoliated. But Pete never had his rifle with him in those instances, so he'd been pulling branches up and out of the water each morning, waiting for an opportunity, just lurking there like a fucking serial killer, ready to kill that beaver, get rid of it, kill it, do away with it, you know. And uh, the author of this article doesn't even give a shit. And he's just like, oh, man, silly old Pete killing the animal I, I bonded with. Man, um, silly little Pete, you know, the, the, terror, of the, the terror of the pond. Um, the homeowners in our development employ Pete to maintain just the right balance between the civilized and uncivilized. We like the un ungroomed and natural feel of the one-time ranch, but we also like the trails to be cleared of deadfall trees and water to flow unimpeded. The ranchers downstream from us rely on an irrigation ditch that runs across our property, and whenever a beaver tries to dam the flow, the ranchers arrive within hours to clear it. For them, it's not an aesthetic debate. Their livelihood depends on free-flowing water. Uh, here's an idea, dumbasses. Why don't you, I don't know, build a ditch somewhere else? Like, here's an idea. Why not build a canal underground where beavers can't reach it? Would that be such a hassle? I don't think so. Build it underground if you don't like beavers building dams, you know? Um, you're a human. You can do literally anything. You can build as many canals as you want, Beavers can't do that. All they can do is build little dams. Uh, they're not going to hurt you. Sorry, Mr. Cowpoke, but uh, I can't speak for anyone else. But I was happy when another beaver showed up the following spring. Um, if it gets overly ambitious, though, Pete knows what he has to do. He has to kill it. He has to get out there with his gun and take that beaver out. Those are the days he once told me when he doesn't much enjoy his job. Turns out Pete likes beavers, too. 
Then why do you kill them, dumbass? Like, what a liar. You don't like beavers. You like killing beavers. Like, holy shit, you're an idiot. Uh, giant hypocrite. This is a disgusting article. Um, I know I should be grateful for Pete's facility with a rifle. No, you shouldn't. There's nothing to be grateful for. Uh, he, he's killing wildlife. But I still found myself rooting for this new beaver, wondering if maybe there was still a chance for a negotiated settlement in our ongoing turf war. No, guess what? There's not. You're not going to have a summit with the beaver. The beaver can't talk. The only way that uh, it's going to be settled is either you kill all the beavers in, in on the world or or you leave the frickin' beavers alone and let them do what, what they naturally do. Uh, and, you know, if your tap water is a little, ooh, uh, deal with it. You're a human. You, you can come up with alternative solutions of getting water to you. Holy shit. One day last spring, I ran into Pete at the barn. He told me he was brushing his teeth that morning, and from his bathroom window noticed a streamer on the pond. So he's like brushing his teeth, but he's looking out the window just so he can see, is there a beaver out there? Is there one of those little shits? I'm going to kill it. Um, about 30 minutes later, during his morning rounds, both Henry and Bay, the two disgusting canines, alerted by a booming tail splash just offshore, fixated on a spot. This That time, Pete had his rifle in the truck. Eight shots later, he was pretty sure he'd got two of them, an adult and a kid. And now what, I asked? We wait, he said. They dive when they're hit, and sometimes the bodies don't surface for days. So they're just going to wait for this adult and this uh, kit. I think that's a that's a young beaver. That's like five, you know a, a toddler. It's like a mother and her and her daughter or son. You know, just like holy shit, Pete, you disgusting waste of human life. Holy shit, I hope I hope you get shot sometime because you are you are just the worst. This guy sounds like like a Jeffrey Dahmer. You know. I talk about how I'd like to eat dogs, how I think dogs should be used for livestock. And the people are like, man, oh, you're, you're Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, I, I don't own a gun. I, I you know, I, I think livestock is a fine idea. But the fact that people like Pete can get away with this kind of shit, just shooting beavers left and right, yet their, their dogs are treated with immunity, that's disgusting. Um. Dogs aren't any more special than any other animal. Grow up. Uh, in, in a rational society, you can't, you can't have stigmas like that. It, it, it doesn't work like that. You need to treat animals equally. Sorry. Um, so like I said, if you're going to bring wolves back, bring grizzly bears back. No half measures. Anywho, uh, yeah, what's a kit? I think a kit is like a young beaver. Kit beaver. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's a baby. Nice, that's real nice. You killed, you killed a freaking infant. Uh, you absolute monster. You absolute bastard. Um. So anywho, then um, then it seems like they escape. Uh, I know my neighbors might object to me rooting for the beaver, but in many ways I do, much the way I rooted for Chief Bromden in the final scene of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. 
I think of him safely escaping the hostile place that had been his home. I think of him, like, this is the point we've gotten to, that not killing beavers is an objectionable opinion that people would raise their voices over you not wanting to kill a beaver. And, like, who doesn't root for Chief Bromden in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? He's the good guy. Like, like who doesn't root for Chief Bromden? Like, are you going to root for freaking... Like, that's stupid. Yeah, that's who you're supposed to root for. He's the... He's the... Like... Are you going to freaking root for Nurse Ratched? You're gonna, you're gonna say, "Oh man, I wish Nurse Ratchet had won. I wish Pete had won. The frickin' inbred redneck scum, frickin' beaver killer." So then, this is how uh, wolves are described. So keep in mind, beavers are filthy, disgusting, awful animals. They're destructive. They're evil. They're foreign. They're so horrible. You know, screw the beavers. I hate them. Um, This is how wolves are described, because according to these idiots who think beavers are evil, you know, wolves are this, the only solution because they can eat the beavers. They can, they can kill the beavers, eat the beavers. Uh, yeah, so wolves are coming. So I'm not going to be hiking anymore because I'm going to get eaten. Um, I, don't want, I don't want my mountains infested with, with, with wolves. The wolves are native to the state, but were completely wiped out there by the mid-1940s. Millions of gray wolves once called North America their home, but they were shot, trapped, and poisoned to near extinction to make way for Western development in livestock. The passage of Proposition 114 is the latest win in a decades-long push to destigmatize the big bad wolf and bring their numbers back. Guess what? Uh, wolves aren't stigmatized. They're not. Um, neither are dogs. Dogs and wolves have never been stigmatized. You know who has been stigmatized? All the other animals. Chickens, pigs, cows. Uh, they get so much flack for doing absolutely nothing. And it's sad because uh, those are the nice animals that don't bite and, and shit and bark. And... Um, I don't think anyone has stigma over wolves except me. I, I, I hate wolves. Um, I hate wolves. I hate dogs. They're filthy animals. They're the worst that uh, the mammal the mammal clade has to offer. The local victory for fans of the wolf in Colorado is all the more important. Blah, uh, blah, blah. What, what, what? Uh, the animals... Yeah, we're going to bring back packs in the Great Lakes, the Northern Rockies, the West. We're going to have future generations of wolves. Woohoo. We're going to have so many wolves. Yeah. In Colorado, they're still listed as an endangered species. But across the border in Wyoming, people are allowed to kill them. So in Wyoming, you can kill them. But if you're like a Colorado farmer and a wolf breaks in, you're going to have to call the troopers and have them haul the wolf off alive. You can't shoot it. Because who'd want to shoot a wolf? You know, they're the most pleasant animal. Uh, they they are just, you know, cuddly and fun. Are you kidding? Wolves are a very symbolic species, says Rebecca Niemek. For some, wolves represent a broader mission to make amends with wilderness. For others... 
Um, shit, if they're symbolic, what matters is if they're beneficial or not. And they're not going to be beneficial. They eat things. That's why they were shot off, because no one liked having them around. Because they, 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 they eat infants. They eat all kinds of shit. Um, And now they're bringing them back. No kidding. Stipulates that ranchers should be compensated for any livestock they lose. Um, it might involve... Additional compensation losses affect the genetic health of the herd, for example. Holy shit. Um, people are way too tolerant to this shit. And just don't, just don't put wolves there, and then you won't have to compensate anyone. And and the herds can go on fine. And the species that just eat grass and trees, um, they're going to be an absolute disaster. When wolves... come back, they're much more there in the glade munching on some grass, or do I want to see a, a deer carcass just bloody and gross and full of bones and maggots and yuck, you know, vultures pecking at it. Holy shit, I don't want to see that. Uh, so I have cons consideration for people like me. I don't want deer to get eaten. Um, there's no problem. Um, they're a great animal. I like deer. I oh, gosh. The stupid thing cut out. Um, I don't know if it freaking any of that. I hope it did. But, uh, yeah, the, the bots be here. Maybe that's why it's so glitchy. But yeah, wolves in Colorado. Good idea. Uh, don't put wolves in Colorado. Wolves have also...
also become an attraction. Jeez, this bot is being seriously glitchy. Maybe it's because there's no one on here except me. Ah, pretty boring. Pretty boring Q&A overall. That said, uh, something interesting to read. Haven't been on Reddit this past week. So, nothing on there. Actually, there might be. Let me have a look. Uh, something on rab cans that might be interesting to read is currently 353. If nobody opts on, I might just end it at four. I don't know. It's boring to record, you know. It's boring. Goodbye, Donald Trump Jr. is the top post on Reddit.com. Goodbye, Donald Trump Jr. Eh, Slate. Yeah, that has 36.7 thousand upvotes, and my posts get virtually none, because every time I try and post on Reddit, uh, they ban me. So, hopefully sometime they learn tolerance and, and decency. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, 19 hours ago, we got someone trolling with the image of Etch. We got someone using Etch. Can't sue him. Etch is pretty much a public domain character at this point. Nicholas Comics may give you cancer. Etch has spoken. Interesting. I don't know if they can. I mean, they're just paper and graphite. I don't think that gives you cancer. But yeah, we got a new account to, uh, to watch out for. Affectionate underscore item underscore 85. So that fella is a new troll on the block. I want to watch out for him. He might have something uh, something interesting up in the coming days. And I'll, I'll definitely comment on this post. I'm thinking about returning to Reddit pronto. Because uh, these fellas are getting kind of out of hand. What about Ban Nicholas Cam? I tell you, these fellas can get up to some cheeky business. These fellows don't know how to behave. Um, they are seriously just the worst. Um, someone got a gilded on Van Nicholas Cana four months ago. Man, so repetitive. He's probably wondering how he can insult himself to make himself look good again. Uh, he keeps announcing his new accounts here on the band sub because he loves being a troll and he hates it when we don't react. So he's trying something that worked for him uh, and his complaining about being harassed is ridiculous. If anything, Nick is the one doing all the of himself and the people he spams. So I'm harassing myself. Apparently, I don't think I am. Uh, gosh, nobody on here. This is getting pretty boring. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? I know we got something. Something this week. What What happened this week? Yeah. He was infected or something. I tell you, this is this is pretty boring. Uh, no one's on here. No one's no one's even listening in. So I don't feel very encouraged. Um. Uh,
Oh yeah, this week uh, the the film by Jack Stauber, Opal, was brought up. Uh, it's this stupid claymation bullshit. Uh, Jack Stauber, you know, he has the ugliest faces. Uh, all his bodies are tiny. They have shriveled little little limbs. They have tiny little feet, tiny little hands. It's such an unpleasant style. They they look nightmarish, and. Uh, the plot of this of this film was that there's this like abusive something or another. I didn't even get it when I was watching it, but I watched all of it because someone was bringing up the old tired argument that uh, well, if you if the only way to understand a piece of media is to sit through it in its entirety, there's no such thing as as as, as a paratext. It's it's all in there. You've got to watch it. So I watched the whole thing. And uh, I didn't understand it, and I didn't like it, because I don't like Jack Stabber much. Um, and then the fellow's like, well, you just didn't understand it. And it's like, yeah, that's Jack Stabber's fault. He's bad at, at storytelling. He's bad at making uh, videos. And uh, and furthermore, this was on Adult Swim, um, one of the worst networks on cable. And um, I need to make a meme of that, like something like... Um, Take a piss in the adult swimming pool by Nicholas Comics. Uh, because, as it were, uh, it, it said Jack St This is like the only video Jack Stabber has on Adult Swim. But it's like, yeah, of course he has one. Uh, adult Swim monopolizes quirk. They, they commodify... They commodify content and really all they offer is real estate they they don't create anything themselves they just say hey look we, we know you made this goofy ass video now we'll slap it on national tv and uh, if adult swim ever offers me that i'm not doing it i wouldn't be caught dead on the same network that airs rick and morty um but some people are willing to sacrifice their integrity the newest being jack stauber I don't know who who likes his stuff. Like, it's not that appealing. Like, th there are better fellas who, you know... Uh, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, but... Oh, man. He's 23 years old. Only five years older than me. Uh, but yet he, he regards some kind of VHS legend. There's plenty of great short films from the 80s and 90s that are probably 100 times better than anything Jack Stabber could do. But uh, he has an article on St Seward High School. I never had a, an article written on East High School's website about me. But yeah, he's it, it, not amazing or anything. And and all of his all of his his videos are so much the same. Like they're all the same. They're just ugly faces, glitchy graphics. You know, he never switches things up, and that's what's necessary. Um, that's what's necessary for me to be interested. Is is you know switch things up. Like the first time you see a Jack Stabber video, you're like, oh wow. And then, and then you you know you 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 look at it again. You're like, oh, this is just the same video, but different. It's not different. They're all the same. Just these big ugly eyes. And people say I draw like shit. Like, look at this guy. His his 
his lines aren't even pleasing. They're not even aesthetically pleasing. He just draws them like little little bumps. Uh, yeah, people say my art's ugly. Like, holy shit, look at Jack Stauber, you know. But uh, he's famous as shit. And now he's on Adult Swim, because of course he is. They all are. Alan Resnick, Tim and Eric, uh, Tim and Alec, Alec and Eric, you know, all these fellas. It's the infamous Adult Swim cabal. But yeah, it, it, it's not good that only one network uh, airs this kind of stuff. It's actually bad. It's called a monopoly. Uh, it would be much better if everyone accepted this kind of stuff. Uh, then we could actually have some innovation in the experiment, in the experimental genre instead of stagnation, which is currently what's happening because the only place that airs is kind of, you know, small type stuff is Adult Swim. And just because something is made by an independent guy doesn't mean it's going to be good. Uh, the short film Opal, it was stupid. It was really stupid. It was so bad. Um, it was just. It was just this stupid ass musical garbage, and uh, and and people actually th consider this like, oh shit, it's Jack Stauber. Uh, but guess what? J Jack Stauber isn't isn't anything amazing. Um, like he, he doesn't even compare to frickin' Pee Wee's Playhouse, Amateur Hour, can Amateur Hour, you know. And I'm not saying I mean, he has more production value than me. Because he's he has the he makes those fat stacks, uh, but his stuff isn't that good. Like I I can't think of a single Jack Stauber video I've watched that was like oh shit, it's Jack Stauber. This is amazing. This is ground because they're all the same. It's all the same, and uh, that's a problem. You want to you want to switch your content up a little. Um, guess Jack Stauber doesn't know that. But anywho, yeah, I watched the whole thing through, and gosh golly, was it boring. It was a, it was just 11 hours of mind-numbing Jack Stauber fare, and uh, I didn't like it much. My uh, view of it is not good. Um, I wrote a little, a little blurb for it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it, it was exactly what I expected. Ugly faces, ugly, ugly aesthetic, crappy, crappy, uh, try hard experimentalism. And, and there's the thing about ex experimentalist media nowadays. It's always got to have some kind of half baked message to it. You know, no, no absurdity for absurdity's sake. It's got to have some kind of stupid moral plopped in at random out of nowhere. And uh, now you can just make a movie, and it can just be silly and goofy, and it doesn't got to be about abuse or whatever. Like, give it a break. Ever heard of escapism? Um. Why is every claymation nowadays got to be about freaking the Holocaust? Um, that's how it feels. Uh, so I say, 
It's your standard Jack Stauber fare. Lots of grotesque faces, low quality, arms and teeth and eyeballs, and piano sprinkled in for good measure. The plot was essentially non-existent, and I couldn't identify with the main character because she doesn't talk. It was exactly what I figured it was going to be. Not the best film of 2020, even in 2020. There's better stuff to watch than an arm picking up a hamburger, and the fact that Jack Stauber asks people to mail him teeth probably means he's a cannibal and can't think of other things to film. Because his stuff is always so visceral. So many teeth. Why has clay people got to have real human teeth? Why? What's the point? Imagine if Gumby had real human teeth. It'd be freaking nightmarish. I don't even think Jack Stabber is trying to be like, don't hug me, I'm scared or something. Which is another just overrated, like... There's so much content out there on YouTube, like five billion hours worth. And Jack Stauber and Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared are the only I ever hear about. Like, why? You know, I sh there's probably some great claymation out there, but I'll never see it. Because all I ever hear about is Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, the same series that everyone else has already seen. Solomon's people. I don't think it's worth discussing that much. Um, but yeah, the amount of, of installments in Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, you know, there's there's only six of those and there's five college buddies, so I would expect uh, as much, you know, as, as many reviews for college buddies as Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, but that's not how it goes. Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is the shit. It has a Wikipedia page and uh, it's British. It's, it's British, because you got to have the British in there. Anyway, I say, uh, so then this fellow who's a big fan of the film Opal says, Opal is actually clear. And I say, very shock value, late night adult swim fair. And I say, yeah, I wouldn't have known whether Opal is clear if she isn't. Uh, it's so blurry, I can barely tell who's who, much less what the plot is. And Opal doesn't say anything, so she's a weak protagonist. And he says, oh, she lives in an abusive household of people who don't see her. And I say, uh, yeah, I never would have gotten that. All I saw was a fat guy and cigarettes and a hand picking up a hamburger. That's probably all it really is. Odds are you're reading way too deep into it. But Jack Stabber just, mash, just mushes a face together and he's ready to go. And he says, he's her grandpa. And I say, okay, who are the burger people then? He says, every member of the household relies on Claire for some aspect. I know, so deep. So, so deep. Um, I say, why does she live in the other house? Seems like a lot of songs in Clay. He says, the Burger family is an escape, a fantasy. Claire wants to be seen. And I say, geez, these people are ugly. Burn it with fire. And uh, this fellow says, oh, we got file name on here. Top notch. Thanks for tuning in. It's been pretty boring around here, but file name's on. Anyway, uh, this fellow who's defending the Jack Stabber film, Opal, says, None of her family looks at Claire clearly. And I say, yeah, all I see is hamburgers and shit. And the fellow says, The grandpa is blind. The dad hides behind mirrors. The mom is drunk. And I say, why doesn't Opal talk? Is she mute? Heck, I like the fat guy more than Opal. At least he has a personality. Opal just stands around. He says, she lives in this abusive, broken household. She looks at the billboard across the street as a means of escape. 
And I say, that sounds pretty cliche to me. That's the kicker with Jack Stabber. Not only are his videos crap nonsense, but they always have real deep metaphors and important messages. Can't have absurdism for absurdism's sake. You gotta push in the semblance of a plot and character development. This fellow says, crap nonsense and deep metaphors? And I say, yeah, they go hand in hand with him. And I say, of course, the metaphors aren't aren't really deep. The, the abuse of Castle of Terror is an age-old trope. goes back to Rapunzel. Um, and I say, it's not a story. It's a flashy visual explosion with no substance and no merit. And to think that anyone considers this film revolutionary is beyond me. And then this fella claims that he doesn't base his opinions on the whims of others. And I say, I think you do base your opinions on the whims of others, sir. Believe it or not, if this was rotting away in some cardboard box in your uncle's basement rather than being broadcast to millions on Adult Swim, I really don't think you'd respect it as much. Jack Stauber is no better than the real pioneers of VHS in the 80s and 90s who actually made short films. And they were probably better and less edgy. But yeah, Jack Stauber controversial guy, at least to me. Uh, much like Bill Wirtz, I see some potential in his work, but he did sell out to Adult Swim, which uh, is not good. Adult Swim is not where it's at. But uh, fellas always say, hey, why don't you put something on Adult Swim, or this reminds me of something from Adult Swim. Uh, recently, SNL uh, broadcast a sketch called uh, Middle-Age Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the only thing in the comment section that people are saying like, this looks really good. It looks like Saturday TV Funhouse, which is, like, the best, like, you know, ambiguously gay duo. That's the shite. I would watch that any day over Venture Bros, because, you know, because SNL knows what's up. Let me see. But, yeah, this is a... This is a, this is a sketch SNL put out, and up in, the, up in the comments, the only thing anyone can say is, this feels like it would be on Adult Swim. Wouldn't this be on Adult Swim? I thought I was watching Adult Swim. This could literally be an Adult Swim series. LOL, man, this could be a this could be a Adult Swim. Like, haven't you ever heard of Saturday TV Funhouse? Or I guess not, because you, all you watch is Adult Swim. Really sucks, because uh, yeah, SNL used to put out animated shorts all the time. Thank gosh they're they're doing that again. I want me some of that, because like they're good at it. And it's way better than Venture Bros or a Space Ghost Coast to Coast or Mike or Johnny Birdman or whatever. Uh, it is funny. SNL knows how to do animated comedy, right? I don't think I don't think Adult Swim knows how to do it so much. Uh, we got file name on here. I'm going to open up the floor to some questions because uh, have any questions or. Uh, Anything new in regards to Bayagadoff, the starving old one? Very interesting storyline. Much better than anything put out by Jack Stabber, let me tell you. Bayagadoff. Craft Stories is Bayagadoff in Boston Vivo. Oh, there he is. He's a hungry guy. He's a hungry... He's a hungry fella. Woo. Oh, look at that guy. He is a large dude. He's a large uh, deity. Eat something up. Uh, yeah. uh, voice chat, what do you got? ID number Stalker Vivarium. Interesting, yeah. Good to have someone on here. I thought it was going to pass by, but yeah.
Ayagata. Very interesting film. It says the wolf is the fifth child of Baya. Interesting. Wolf, greater wolf, demon wolf. Lost in vivo. Ayagata. Very interesting film. Images, salmon blood flyer. Ooh. What do we get? But yeah. Much better than anything on Adult Swim. It boggles the mind that people people consider stuff on Adult Swim to be the pinnacle of experimental entertainment. I mean, there's so many great ARGs out there, so many great web series, so much great stuff on YouTube. Billions of hours of content, and all everyone's watching is Alan Resnick, you know? Uh, there's some great stuff that is not on Adult Swim. I, I personally have plans to take all my content, download it, uh, record it onto VHS, and sell it that way, because those last way long, way, way better than Adult Swim. I would probably never license any of my stuff to Adult Swim, because they just give you a crappy deal. And uh, ultimately, it's just not worth it. It's just... I, I've gotten a, a perfect amount of, of fame and, you know, press coverage on online without having to resort to Adult Swim. Wow, there's a whole category of children of Biagadoth. Oh, there's only two, Specimen 8 and The Wolf. That's too bad. Huh. I figured there'd be more, but... I guess it's just uh, only two, Specimen 8. I had no idea Biagadoth had some, had some uh, youngsters. That's interesting. He's had some reproduction. Ah, specimen eight's kind of like a kind of like a deer. I bet the wolves are gonna eat specimen eight up once the wolves are reintroduced. That's too bad. Spooky's house of jump scares. Interesting. Anywho, uh, yeah, Jack Stauber. Interesting fella, but. His, his videos just don't have much potential because he, he never changes anything up. Everyone says I'm stuck in a rut, but my comics actually vary quite a bit in tone, plot, style, you know. But uh, Jack Stabber is just the same style again and again and again. And I don't know how people don't get tired of that. I guess everyone just thinks he's novel because he's so quirky. Um, he's not that great. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I got some animation on the way. It looks incredible. It looks really good. Um, yeah, this Jack Stauber thing was not very good. This is an interesting animation. I don't know if Discord have a limit on gift frame rate or what, so I can't show it, but it's going to pay off uh, making a, a music video for breast alcohol establishment. Yeah, stupid thing. But yeah, it, it it looks really good. I got a gif of uh, Bob being a drunkard. He he uh, he's at the bar, and he uh, he picks up a a cup of alcohol, swigs it down, and then he and he pushes it forward on the on the counter, and it slides back, and then he gets a new cup of alcohol. Ah, test music. Let's hear this. Been pretty boring Q and A so far, but there's some test music. Let's hear it. Some an interesting graphic of some music notes. Ah, interesting. 
That's a nice animation there. Well, this one looks really smooth. It's about, uh, I think, 20 frames per second. And at that point, it, it looks uh, looks very convincing. If I didn't know his animation, I would think Bob would come to life. Uh, I'm watching it right now, and it just looks it just looks great. Not only is there the little the little motion of Bob picking up the cup, but I also added a little strobe effect to the jukebox in the background, and uh, it looks slick. The result is slick. It, it looks uh, good. Frame-by-frame frame animation always looks the best. Uh, CGI animation doesn't look good because a computer isn't good at, at rendering frames. Uh, the idea of animation is that it's uh, is that it's still images brought to life with the illusion of motion. And if you have a computer do it for you, then you lose that effect because uh, it looks too perfect. It looks artificial and fake. And... Uh, Animation just looks better when there are slight imperfections in there caused by the human hand, the fact that human created it instead of a program, so it always looks better. Yeah. There's some... Uh, everything on Adult Swim is not very good. Dollhouse Root Cellar. File name, very interesting series. Recently, uh, there was the new... Uh, deal with the uh, photos. Very interesting. Very interesting deal overall. A new friend. Watch this one. Pretty spooky. Pretty spooky stuff. Oh man. Some walking around. Something's going down. Oh man, yeah. Oh, this is intense. Stitch atmosphere, you know. You can do some incredible stuff just with a with a camera. Just a, an easy setup, you know. You don't got to be on Adult Swim to to have a, a good production value or or a slick a slick a slick look. All you need is a little competency, uh, a sense of direction. I would suppose is the most interesting to have. Oh dang, this is spooky in the suburbs. Uh, very atmospheric. New friend. This is a good video here. Excellent web series. Excellent shooting. Excellent, excellent pace. Whoa! This is the stuff. I to think that anyone watches Jack Stauber's junk and says, "Oh man, this is the stuff." You know, this is this is where it's at. All those lights off in the distance. It's very uh very realist. Now you can just go to a location, choose an interesting feature of it, you know, try and capture the mood of that location. Uh, you do that great here. Spooky fence, spooky streets, very suburban. Reminds me of the uh, Tom Hanks movie, The Burbs, which is a an excellent underrated classic. Yeah, that's, that's a gosh darn good deal right there. Oh, man. This is where it's at. You know, you go out at night, flashlight, shine it ahead. And there's some interesting stuff like that. Yeah, someone inside. Let me keep watching. Something spooky's going down here. 
But yeah, this is this is just good. I gotta say, better than anything on Adult Swim, that's for sure. You go past the fence. There's a tarp there. Mother stuff tree looks like. Oh man, there might be a jump scare up up here. Oh wow. Bowl of something. Maybe a bowl of chips. What do we got? I really like that red glow off in the distance. Yeah, very, very satanic. Very, very spooky. Um, that is how to film. Let me tell you that that is that is some that is some on point direction right there. Some fellas say ARGs and web series are getting old, but uh, I will always prefer them to something like Rick and Morty, because at least they actually tell stories unlike Rick and Morty, which is tenuous drivel. Someone actually went so far as to refer to Rick and Morty as an American institution. What is the difference between college buddies and Rick and Morty? Uh, one of them has a million dollars tossed at it, and one doesn't. That's the only reason nobody knows what college buddies is. Anyone who says they don't know what College Buddies is, it's their issue. They're not very good at it. Oh, wow, this is a spooky video here. Spooky times. Yeah, this is an excellent POV. I feel I am caught up in the action. Back on with the flashlight. Got a, uh, rose, rose, roses. And you got a window or something. It's a, it's a spooky video. You, you can do a lot of stuff with just one camera. That's all you really need. I've never felt the need for more than just a basic camera, basic setup. Ample storage space and one camera, and you can do basically anything with it. I mean, capacity is endless, yeah. That house. Spooky video, spooky video overall. Let me watch another one because I'm kind of bored. It's 4:23. We got a photo of the uh, suburbs, very spooky area. Here in Denver, there's also an industrial type sector. Very, very weird spots. Globeville, Commerce City. Those are the spots you want to film at if you want some some spooky. Uh, some shots of the forest. Kang stuff, some some wreckage, and in trails. That's how to take some photography. Uh, file name, file dump. Did I'll just go to uh, the official Simon Blood Flower channel, home of some of the finest entertainment on the web. Book of Black. So much good stuff. Only 62 subscribers. If anyone is listening into this, go sub to Simon Simon Bloodflurry. Some great freaking some great stuff on on here. You got a you got a fellow saying test underscore Simon underscore being living dot mp4. Kind of looks like a like a demented cousin of Jay Lecterhorn. I don't know. Kind of does. I see one of these, uh, ooh, so, uh, one over a minute, uh, man, these are, these are exciting, uh, watch, uh, The Pain of Words, The Pain of Words sounds very, very interesting, I got a matchbook, 
Ooh, interesting. Matchbook, very, very classy. I haven't ever seen a matchbook, but uh, they're a practical device. You, know, you can make f fire at your fingertips. Oh, dang. There it goes. Oh, dang. Wow. This gives playing with fire a whole new meaning. So there's one match. Very, uh, very good direction. Very good, just overall pacing. Very good, just absolutely competent. Only sixty-two sims. Yeah, it's less than me. Shocking. He's got some effort. So let the match burn and burn and burn. Burns of fingers, I guess, or that one didn't. And the third match. Oh, gosh. I guess the pain of words is the pain of the fire. Only 53 views. Quite the waste. Be more views on this, it says. So everyone listen in. Sub to Simon Bloodflower, the top content. Oh, dang. The matchbook's on fire now. Twist. I would not see that coming. The matchbook has been lit on fire. Another match. Another match. And what's this one going to do? Wow, this is suspenseful. This is an exciting watch. So many matches. Whoa. I get that match. It's hard to light. Dang, it's not lighting. Oh, there it goes. Oh, wow. Interesting videos. Whoa. Oh, dang. Now the book's on fire. Now it's burning up. Very interesting. Whoa. It's been smoldered. Last match. It is an interesting series here. Ooh, wow. Burn it up some more. Whoa. Cement. Oh, dang. That matchbook is on fire. Oh, there it goes. Very interesting. Very interesting stuff. And then a pile of all the burnt matches at the end. Way better than Jack Stabber's Opal. Camera system error. Here's a new one. 140. Ah, yeah. Some of that classy 20s music. That's what I'm talking about. Shining-esque. suppose that's what you're going for. Midnight, the stars and you. That's where it's at. Create some spooky vibes. Haunted ballroom. Yeah. That's the stuff. Very, very cyberpunk stuff. A very nice old-timey Windows dialog box here. I like uh, Woodcutter's Ball quite a bit. Wood Chopper's Ball? Yeah, Wood Chopper's Ball. 
It's a good jazz standard. Camera system error. Whoa. Update file camera system. It fades out. Ooh, I like that. Very, very ethereal. Oh, there's an error. Spooky lips, a spooky mouth. Fades out, gets more foggy, gets more, it's more uh, ethereal there. I like that. Great audio mixing. Man, this is a, yeah. The musical explosion, yeah. It's way better than anything on Adult Swim. Yeah, way better. All right, a new one. A tired day. I'm just watching into the Q and A because, gosh darn it, no one else showed up. May as well give these videos a watch. Haven't seen any in a while. A tired day. We got a nice looking little MS Paint landscape. Very nice. Maybe not MS Paint though. Looks like a different program. Maybe something on Amiga. Looks kind of retro. Got a fellow in the window. He looks pretty. Uh, I don't know what he looks. It's kind of sketch. Wow, oh, this this is better than Salad Fingers. Like, no kidding, no contest. I like this more than Salad Fingers. Oh, this guy's got some spooky red X's over his eyes. He looks like he's having a tired day. Yeah, this is the stuff. Thanks, frowny face. Yeah, this, this is where it's at. Like, anyone who says Jack Stauber or Alan Resnick or Bill Wirtz is better than this, yeah, no idea what they're talking about. This is the classic stuff. Oh, dang. He's got a knife. He's a, he is a demented stick figure. Say that. Yeah, I like the use of stick figures here. Very, very classy. Big fan of the style. Oh, this guy is upset. He's got a, he's got some issues. Got a little lamp, kind of a old, old, old school detective interrogation lamp. Then it looks like he uh, goes out, or a, uh, or a blob comes in, or something. I like the, uh, or the, you know, the. Uh, uh, the 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 vague and hazy style kind of works in favor of it because uh, you can tell what's going on less. You know, salad fingers is too too brash. You can always tell what's going on with salad fingers, but this guy, you can't tell what's up with this guy. I got the old timey uh, TV uh, TVs glitching up. The TV's on the fritz, so I can't even watch TV. Man, this is sad. Oh, dang. This is intense. Oh. No TV, no anything. Man, this is a sad stick figure right here. Oh. Oh, dang, morbid. This is a, this is a gruesome video. 18 plus, man. This is some... This is some stuff right here. Yeah, this... This is excellent. 
Whoa. This deserves the Oscar. Uh, one fellow said that Opal by Jack Stauber is his favorite film of 2019. It's 2020. It's like, what? Now, this right here, this is where it's at. Um, so, yeah, someone, someone's been saying that, like, I, I, I don't have any positivity or I can't appreciate things. I can. This is great. This is excellent. I really like this. This, this is the stuff. Far less cynical than Jack Stabber. Yeah. This is some good experimental content here. And I guess that's it. So yeah, that was that was good. We got the sequel, An Endless Day. Very interesting. Looking forward to this. Thumbnail is a sea of blood. Very spooky. Oh dang, now it's night. It's night now. And, um, that is more entertaining. Me giving my reactions to this stuff. Okay, we got the stick figure. He's outside. He's crawling on the ground. He's had a rough time. Oh, dang, his house is on fire. Gosh, dang, this looks like a, a tough time for him. And Oh. This is a stuff. This is a thousand times better than Salad Fingers. Oh, dang, his lamp's on fire, everything's on fire. It's going up in blazes. Oh, dang, here comes the blob. There's a gray blob in there. And um, another yellow puke blob, vomit blob. He's walking away. Too many blob people. And now he's drowning in a pool of vomit, I guess. He's turning vomit color. And the house is on fire, and oh man. Oh, this guy this guy has a rough life, I gotta say. This guy has a has a rough time of it. Things are rough on this guy. And oh man, is this a an excellent series? Is this well done? Uh this this is this is the tops right here. And the house is on fire. And uh, there's blob people inside. Ah, here we go. The the famous video, the Book of Black. Have a look here. Looks pretty spooky. Could be a, a follow up to the Necronomicon sequel of some sort. Let's see. Ooh, some arcane texts. We get we got some sheets. We got some spooky symbols. We got some Grecian crosses. Maltese crosses. Um. Of some sort. This one is a gym. It is very pretty. I miss you very much. This one is. This one has a sharp point. The glass sharp. Look. The glass shard looks like this. This glass shard. Lots of different types of glass shards. And cool. Cool writing. Yeah. This is where it's at. You know. Lots of cool stuff can be done with uh, sketchbooks and whatnot. Oh dang! A code. I gotta try me some of that code, man. This is how to work it in. Ooh, what'd that say? I wanna read that. In the underground with the meat and she is a she is a flower. The flower is video, she is hurt by the raw and the green. Simon is helping and the green, Simon is helping. Attic, any hag 
a gang to help men with his insanity. The song called Happy Land.mp3. If items, he goes into a depressive state. Scotty is using the time and cares for any... Hmm. Interesting. Maya Gadoth. He is a hungry guy. He is hungry. And then we got some torn sheets of paper. Staples. File 1, unknown. File 2, corrupted. File 3, corrupted. Some more codes. Very slick. Very slick. And then... Some interesting exterior shots. Nice. Yeah. And all on an Office Depot box. And some interesting sketches. The Maltese cross, the whatnot. Oh, dang. Yeah, this is way better than anything Adult Swim would air. Man, red. Oh, yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Uh... That is some good stuff. Anywho, yeah. Yeah, those are some good videos. So anyone who's listening to this, go sub to Simon Bloodflower, giving him a shout-out. Excellent videos. Oh, wow, another one. Frostbite. Let's see this one. Bite. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen this one. The candle. Those chimes. Definitely feels pretty frostbite over here. With it getting to be winter, this is a very topical video. Man, I feel cold just watching this, and that doesn't really make sense because there's a candle there, you know, there's fire, but uh, it's a chilly video. It has a very, has very chilly demeanor about it. Very nice shot composition, very nice, very nice flicker. Feels, uh, this is how to shoot some, you know. This is how you shoot a video. Take notes, Jack Stauber. Take notes, Alan Resnick. This is how you do stuff, you know. Alright, another video. File underscore one underscore removed. Got about 20 minutes left in the Q&A. Good, good thing file name showed up, or otherwise it would have been pretty boring. But yeah, uh... Final one. All right, this one's seven minutes, so maybe one after this one. Oh, wow. This is epic. We got a spooky-looking desktop set up up in this is as Tons of spooky GIFs. A lot of crazy cartoon char characters. It says Screencastify Screen Video Recorder is sharing your screen there at the bottom. You might want to have clicked Hide. That kind of ruins the immersion. But anyway, we got About Hope Part 1, Beauty from Chaos. Hope is there an end? Can I shine, even outshine? I gotta say, this is some... This is some slick-looking... Slick-looking design right here. I'm not afraid... Um... Of what? I'm not afraid of death. Some days I wish it upon myself so much. Why is that? I'm so worn out by self-preservation. I've had it up to here. Very weird, man. Just one more of these, and I'm walking out on life. I'm just not going to fight it this time. I just can't. I don't know how I'll survive another. So perhaps this is a fellow who, uh... I want life to know that I don't need it shit, and it really has to start being nice to me if it wants to keep me. I'm not afraid of death. 
Whoa. There's some demented Windows XP stuff right here. Here you got About Hope, Exit Help, Love Potato 0.1, Missing.exe, Frog Fishing, Easy Chess, Jump for Joy. Man, you should have clicked Hide on that screencastify thing, because... Um, but other than that, like, the design is great. I compensate because I'm afraid of life. I am so terrified of it. Pessimism is easier considering... If a life were a tangible entity, I would run from it. Hmm. Very interesting. This is a spooky game right here. If life were a person, I would shun life and hate life and resent life for everything that it put me through, for everything that it did to me. I would seek justice and accuse life and want to see it prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. If life were a person, it should be life were a person without an H, but uh, perhaps this this uh, strange game is bad at syntax or whatnot. Re. Man, this is spooky, and those synths are really nice. I suppose the soundtrack is great. Death is easy, life is not. Depending on where you're coming from. Man. Kind of like Mr. Mix. I've heard of Mr. Mix. What if, what if, what if all of this... Choice is what we believe in so that we feel safe, but we really don't have much of it when it comes to life. Things I have no, no choice over, I want to have a choice, but I know I don't. I control none of this. I'm terrified. It's the things out of my control, the things that spiral and see me fighting for life. Circumstances that I have no say in. It's the future that holds all uncertainty over us, the future that promises... Excellent graphics. It's the circumstances that I have no say in that remind me just how fickle all this is. I can rebuild, but impermanence will see it torn down. I can heal, but it will be broken down all the same. These things, it's the circumstances held over me. The future casts a shadow of uncertainty. That's where you feel the most helpless. It is also the beauty of chaos, these moments we carve out for ourselves. The love we give to others, the love we find ourselves, the courage to love. The moments we cultivate under a shadow of uncertainty, knowing that nothing lasts. It's the beauty of persistence that keeps me here. To survive life, you have to be stubborn. It's a hard-earned realization, but there are so many of those these days. If you're at it long enough... Oh, wow. Excellent graphics. A long time ago left a strong impression. I remember listening to the life story of a lady. Like many, hers was one of heartbreak, betrayal, and loss. Justice had failed her, and the world forgot her. A hard story to listen to. One that reminds you just how much life can cut straight to the heart. One of those. You would think that she'd have broken by now, crushed by it all, or a recluse like my grandfather, mother maybe. Grief takes its toll in many shapes and forms. Not hers, though. She was the opposite. And this is spooky. I am liking this, this series so far. She glowed with enthusiasm for life. After all that she had been through, she would not waste another moment. She passionately lived what she lost. Oh, that's the stuff. All right. Another video here. File secrets recovered. Rebooting. Very 90s looking stuff. You know, very, very glitchy and nice. Another screencastify pop-up that kind of ruins it. But heck, maybe that's an artistic choice. Uh, type a name and secret to log on to home. And some early Windows vibes. Looks excellent. And like a... Uh, 
background a once in a lifetime. Letting the days go by, let the water hold me down, let into the blue again after the money's gone. Ah, dang, that's gone now. Well, uh, to anyone who's listening, if you're watching, if uh, shout out to Simon Bloodflower. Sub, watch those videos. They are some great videos. Excellent production. Only 62 subs. Heck, uh, there's more than that. Uh, what do we got? Oh, yeah. File name, file secrets recovered. Let me see some pink stuff. No, go back. Just these aesthetics, man. This is the stuff. Man, it is truly depressing to think about all the effort that went into this and how... Oh, man, this is some... This, this is the stuff right here. Whoa, this is, this is the good stuff, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is epic, like... I can't even imagine all the effort this took frame by frame, man. Just for this cool, cool gosh darn software looking. It's my family history. Bop, bop, bop. Quite the storyline you got going on there. But yeah, that is the stuff. That is that is how it how it's at. Um, what is it though? Uh, Oh yeah, there's there's something which uh, just has a, a crazy amount of views. Um, it is uh, like ten years ago, like freaking twenty ten, and people are still talking about how incredible it is. Oh man, it's gonna be so great. Uh, Nana two five seven or no Nana eight two five seven six three. And this video is like 10 years old and people are still gawking over it like it's the most amazing stuff. Like, no, it's not. Uh, which is it? It's, um, uh, oh yeah, username 666, that's what it is. 12 years ago, frickin' 2008, and people are still talking about how great username 666 was. This is what I'm gonna say. Uh, quit watching username 666, get with the times, watch some Simon Bloodflower, because, uh, yeah, just excellent production value. Excellent production value. Latest video being, uh, four weeks ago, so. I am looking forward to the next one, because, uh, it has been a full month, and I'm looking forward to that. On the other hand, I'm 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 looking at a thirty-seven point six uh, slash slash five or something like that. I forget exactly how it goes, but uh, uh, that's a good series as well. And uh, there's an episode of Some Ordinary Gamers somehow, but uh, it was deleted. Really sucks, because I was on the episode for a sec. So I could have gotten a ton of subs from that, but uh, Mudahar deleted it. Really, really sucks. Man. Man. I tell you, it was it was a gosh darn... It's a, it's a good series. I have some time uh, Mudahar covers my videos. That'd be nice. That'd be good.
Wow, I tell you, uh, what do we got? Not enough stuff. 37.65. I forget exactly how it is. 37 point... Oh, there we go. Yeah, 37. No, not that. Gratis. Yeah. I tell you, all right, it's about 4.49, about two minutes left, so unless someone comes in the next minute, uh, we won't be doing any uh, trivia question. Really sucks, because, uh... oh yeah, 37.5 slash slash 6, and uh, last video was three weeks ago. That's a good web series, too. I've been following both of those, and we'll see you soon, yeah. High time. Not enough fellas tune in this week. Jack Stauber's Opal. Man, it's, it's not that great. It's not that great. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, there is plenty of great content out there that is not Jack Stauber. And uh, we have a fellow on here defending Has-Been Hotel and being like, Oh man, Has-Been Hotel is so indie. It's so, it's so freaking, uh, you know, small time. It's so freaking... Isn't media? Guess what? It's 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 done by A twenty four. Has been hotel fan says, I don't think has been hotel was picked up by Netflix. It was picked up by this company, and I don't know how it will air in the future. Heck, it might still be on the internet. And he links to A twenty four. So I say, ah, the same company known for such niche films as Uncut Gems. Yes, we're truly dealing with some obscure shit here. And this uh, has-been Odell fan says, Okay, it might not be as niche as it was, but I specified that it was niche when it came out. The fact that it's gotten picked up and will gain greater viewership is a testament to the democratization of entertainment. And I say, no, it's a testament to the fact that if something is on Netflix, people will throw money at it. That's all it's a testament to. Yeah. Adult Swim serves the same purpose as Netflix, essentially. Monopolization. Not good. A24. Man. Uh, Spring Breakers is them. Wouldn't have known that. Moonlight. The Lighthouse. I like The Lighthouse. I wouldn't like Moonlight. Ex Machina. Bop, bop, bop. Swiss Army Man, all the fancy schmancy stuff. Yeah, they have some good stuff. They have some bad stuff. Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein. That looks good. But yeah, if something's distributed by A24, it's not going to be freaking obscure. Uh, Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein is only on Netflix, so I don't get to watch it. Nice. How long is it? 32 minutes, and you're going to put that behind a paywall? Not worth it. <laughs> oh, man. Not worth it. Might, that doesn't look like the best. I don't know. The lighthouse was good. Wow, has-been hotel. Yeah, it has a giant-ass Wikipedia page. I bet it's obscure as heck. I bet it's freaking so obscure and crazy, and oh man, has been, yeah, screw has been hotel. Um, 
It's not as great as it's cracked up to be. Holy shit. Has been hotel. Just it's like the only reason people watch it is because there's large breasted demon women on there. People are attracted to the large breasted demon women. Oh man. Uh and say you ask someone on the street what college buddies is and compare that to how many people know what has been hotel is netflix's ad budget is the size of saturn and i and this fellow says college buddies is only niche because whatever molecule of talent you have is undone by your arrogance and shit business tactics man i tell you just uh crazy yeah i'm not has been hotel sucks like it is not a is not a good cartoon you know you, you can say jack stauber is indie or has been hotels and they're not you know we're living in a new age if you think the only thing that's mainstream is two and a half men you're you're seriously wrong there's plenty of stuff that is not indie but pretends like it is and plenty of stuff that's vice versa it's a confusing deal. I say it got picked up because it has large-breasted demon women. I say college buddies would never get picked up because the soror don't have breasts. Ah, oh, man. This fellow refuses to accept that that's why it is, but it is. So it's about Charlie, the daughter of Lucifer. She's the princess of hell, and she weeps for her subjects because once a year, angels from heaven engage in a purge. And you don't think maybe some, maybe find some value out of it? Maybe people find it funny? Maybe they like the characters, Charlie's grievances? Maybe they think the premise has potential? Instead of Hasbin Hotel, watch frickin' Adam Sandler, Little Nicky. I'm talking about that. Harvey Keitel, Rodney Dangerfield, absolute classic. Watch Little Nicky instead of Hasbin Hotel. Uh, it's it's a it's a good funny movie. It's it's a good deal. So yeah, four fifty five, and I gotta say this was not a very exciting episode, but you know, they can't all be winners. Yeah, um, I got an animated music video for Breast Alcohol Establishment coming out soon. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Uh, frame by frame looks great. I got it all planned out. It's going to, it's going to knock your sacks off because frame by frame looks so much better than CGI. It looks so much better, so much smoother. It looks excellent. Excellent. Frame by frame is where it's at, let me tell you that. Uh, if I didn't know any better, I would think the college buddies themselves had popped up out of the page. That's just how slick this animation is. Oh, looking at, and I'm like, man, that's the stuff. That is the stuff. That is where it's at. Yeah. That's the stuff. Anywho, that's uh, the end of the Q&A. A little under two hours, but it's a shorter episode. 
Uh, by Nicholas Comics, Nicholas Cicada, 1424 Columbine Street, number one, Denver, Colorado, 80206, I gotta say. Looking forward to some orders in the upcoming months. Looking forward to some interesting exchanges and making those fat stacks. I might get up to Jack Stabber levels, who knows, any you. Uh, this has been the Nicholas Comics Q&A, and I am out. You're buying Nicholas Comics now, duh. You're buying Nicholas Comics now, duh. You're buying Nicholas Comics now, duh. You're Do you want Nicholas to be on the show? Now, You're buying Join Nicholas the Nicholas Comics, Comics Discord You're server Nicholas today. Now, I'll answer You're any Nicholas questions now, you have. You can appear Nicholas in the next now, episode. Do you want to buy Nicholas Comics? Right to Nicholas Gale, 1424 Columbine Street, number 1, Denver, Colorado, 80206. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. You're buying Nicholas Comics now, duh. 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 You're buying Nicholas Comics now, duh.